0: So that's what the dulcimer sounds like. And when I teach people how to play the dulcimer, a dulci meditation, they use it daily to set an intention for their life, um, how they want their day to go, how they want to feel. And it's a really easy instrument to play. Uh, uh, you know, I, I sell them and I give lessons on dulci meditation. But this instrument has been really a uh, a link to a lot of peace and enjoyment for me all of my life. Welcome to the Miracle Plant
1: Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton.
2: Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. Well, we, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast over the years, one of the main reasons that people come and are looking for a miracle in many ways is because of stress and anxiety, especially since March 2020, when the whole world shifted and we were dealing with things and, and problems and and overcoming adversity that we had never, as a human species, ever really had to deal with before. And so people even more came to find us for stress and anxiety. So today we're bringing on an expert who helps people uh, with stress and anxiety in that same mindset, holistic health approach that we have. And I want to welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, Kevin Roth. How are you doing today, Kevin? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I would love for you to share your journey and how you got into helping people with stress and anxiety, and, and uh, let's get into it, shall we? Okay,
0: well, uh, the the long and the short of it is that I thought, being a musician, that fame and fortune would give me happiness and uh, peace and all of that stuff. So I learned to play the mountain dulcimer when I was 13 and I got a record deal at 16 and I've had a music career ever since um I just released my 51st album which is called songs from the book between the notes kind of a retrospective but what I discovered is that uh power and fame and money and positions do not equal happiness so Uh, It took me a long time to figure that out. And what developed is in the stress of trying to create a, a professional and financial and what I thought was a stable kind of an existence, it affected my health. And as a result, my immune system was weakened, as happens with stress, because stress and inflammation are the two leading causes of illness, and in my case, it manifested in stage three melanoma in uh, 2015-16 and it was totally a shock um, but i was told that it was not curable uh, and it would probably come back within a year they had removed uh, the two little spots where the melanoma was but they thought there was a 70 percent chance it would come back within a year and then within two years i'd be dead so like I say uh, in, my, in my book, there's nothing like a, a death sentence to wake you up. So at that point, you know, I said, uh, you know, I, I, I've, I've made a lot of money. I have a lot of records. I've been on TV. So what? Now what? You know, here I am. So I realized that I really needed to recreate my life and live the way I wanted to live without thinking of, huge success and power and money and fame and just live as authentically for me that represented happiness as I possibly could. So at the time I was in Kansas City when I got diagnosed, I was making a recording and I quickly found a way to move to San Diego, California, did a redo of my life and I loved it and the cancer never came back. And then I ended up being uh, really a teacher, or what some would call a life coach, since then, using music from time to time. Uh, But that's the basics of the story. I just ended up, you know, putting all of this in a book called Between the Notes. Um, And then it explains my journey. But what I've discovered, which is really interesting, is that just because I talk about my journey, it really resonates with just about everybody because people are looking for happiness, but they're stuck and they're stressed out and they don't know what to do or where to go. Uh, There's no security in jobs anymore. The world is crazy. So there is a little path to finding this ultimate success. And
2: it's an easy way to live and it's a, it's a delightful way to live. Absolutely. I love it. And so many uh, people that we come across on our path to, you know, reach a billion people by 2025 about the power of this miracle plan in the raw form is, is it, it, and cancer was one of the things that really woke, you know, you know, got my eyes peeled and and, and really seeing um, what is the conventional way of of dealing with cancer and, and even like you said I mean the fact that another human being <laughs> you want to talk about bedside manner is going to sit there and look you in the eye and tell you that you have a year left to live I mean mind blowing that that's the way that we are approaching this this disease which obviously happened from like you said an accumulation of whether it was toxins of the food we eat or the water we drink or the pesticides on everything or if it's you know the toxins that are in our mind or if we're not able to find that inner peace and that can build up in stress and inflammation like you talked about but it's just uh, amazing to me that um, you know it's just we have to fix this You know what I mean? You can believe the diagnosis, but never believe someone else is going to tell you the prognosis. Because the problem with that is if you believe that you only have a year left to live, guess what? You only have a year left to live. I mean, your body, your brain, your subconscious will make that true. And so I'm just so happy to hear that you took control. You decided that you were going to take control of your health, and here you are paying it forward and helping others. So kudos to you, brother. Now tell me a little bit about this this therapy or this way to help people, uh, you know, with stress and anxiety, or, or as a life coach. And I hope at some point we can hear, you know, some beautiful music from a stringed instrument that I can't even pronounce. So let's see, let's hear the story, brother. Yeah.
0: Well, first to clarify, um, they told me, the uh, the oncologist that I ended up with, who who I liked very much, said that the melanoma probably would return within a year, and then I'd be dead within two to three. Uh, So that year was a very long year. Um, But nevertheless, it turned out all right. Uh, So what I did is I changed my diet. Um, I uh, went more organic. I eliminated as much stress as I possibly could. I cut out all the negative people in my life. And I basically took charge of my own happiness. And uh, it, was that, it was my way or the highway, really. So when people uh, hear me on podcasts or come to me uh, you know, as a coaching client, um, initially, what we do is we have a, a Zoom call to get to know one another. But what people are really looking for is not only how to get rid of stress, but they feel stuck in life. You know, they have high mortgages or big expensive credit cards, and they don't know how to kind of change the way they live so there are two sayings that i I teach people and one comes from wayne dyer and it's when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change and the other thing is when you uh, try something new and it works you don't go back to what doesn't work which is um a lovely thing to discover so i realized hey i don't need to live in a uh, 1600 square foot house i can happily live in a 500 square foot, one bedroom apartment. I don't need expensive cars. I don't need expensive clothes. What I want as an artist is I want to uh, make music, uh, hang out with my dog, go hiking and help other people. But many of my clients are um, women who have lost their husbands or their kids have left home and they, they don't know who they are anymore. They're You know, there's a thing called role and soul. So the role may be as a business executive or a mother or a father, but what is their soul? Who who are they? Are they an artist that put their art to the side because they need to keep up with the Joneses? Uh, You know, what does their soul want? Which comes down to what's your purpose in life. And it is all tied into not just the relative world that we live in, But spiritual, and I don't mean religious, I mean uh, spiritual, meaning finding out who you are, what that awareness is that we have in all of us, and integrating the two, which is why I wrote the book uh, about how to integrate uh, the soul and the role and uh, the spiritual and the relative.
2: Well, uh, I'd also like to welcome to the stage my mom, who's actually here, Janet benton Gaylord, who's the re- uh, head of research and development and a holistic healer and um, uh, definitely um, has a lot to say on this subject as well. I, but I, I, I wanted to also um, say, can we hear a little bit of this music, brother? Like you got some new tunes or some tunes people know or tell me about this instrument that you play because I know very little about it, if, like nothing.
0: Well, uh, the dulcimer is an American folk instrument, and I'm I'm known for being an, sort of an innovator of it. It has four strings, um, and I have a recording called Dulce Meditation, uh, and, and many of them you can find on iTunes and Amazon and all that. But I'll play a little bit of something I developed called Dulce Meditation, which is basically... Uh, Uh, I'll I'll show you an example of what I do for certain clients and and what I do uh, on some YouTube videos that are coming up soon. But it's basically for you, if you're not driving and you're able to to sit back and relax and just breathe, you know, a little bit um, and kind of get into a relaxed position. And think to yourself that there is a way to peace and a way to let go of stress even for just 30 seconds. And as you listen to the music, just feel what it feels like to let go and just be present with some really beautiful dulcimer music. So if you wanna take a few deep breaths and close your eyes and just, listen with gratitude for being here So that's what the dulcimer sounds like. And when I teach people how to play the dulcimer, a dulci meditation, they use it daily to set an intention for their life, um, how they want their day to go, how they want to feel. And it's a really easy instrument to play. Uh, uh, you know, I, I sell them and I give lessons on dulci meditation, but this instrument has been really a, uh, a link to a lot of peace and enjoyment for me all of my life.
2: That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's, uh, I learned something new today. I mean, obviously, or not obviously, but many people may know of another four string instrument, which is the ukulele. But I did not know about the dulcimer. So, thank you for sharing that wisdom with us. I was actually at a show last night. Uh, it was put on by Andrew Szymanski and his wife, Kate uh, Reardon. And uh, she's the lady, the, the teacher from High School Musical. And they were singing all these Disney hits and telling their story uh, in Disney music um, over their huge Disney fans of their how they met and their marriage and their kids and the tough times and the good times. And it's just amazing to me how much music can just take us to another place. And even listening to your beautiful meditation music, that uh, music is just such a, an amazing language to help us t- uh, escape or, or or find that inner peace um, that we're looking for. So uh, kudos to you. And, and do you have like, you said there's some YouTube videos coming out. Do you have CDs or, or Spotify or how can people listen to more of it? Yeah,
0: I'm on Spotify and iTunes and Amazon. Um, the uh, album is called Dulce Meditation, and um, you can also, uh, my book is called uh, Between the Notes, Practical Ways to Find Your Inner Groove and Dance to a Beat That Makes Your Heart Sing, and that book just came out, um, and it's accompanied by a C, uh, well it's not a, a physical CD anymore, but it's a, it's a recording called Songs from the book Between the Notes, because at the end of each chapter, I have uh, song lyrics that pertain or work beautifully with each chapter I've written. So that's downloadable. A lot of people download that and while they're uh,
2: listening or reading the book. That's wonderful. Well, go ahead. Uh, go ahead there, mom.
1: Fire. Uh, that's a unique combination. Uh, oh,
2: hi, mom. <laughs>
1: to add that together, because you're right. We read books and sometimes just set them aside, but something like that that you can actually implement a practice of listening to and using is an excellent addition on its own, but plus with the book, that's an amazing idea.
0: No, thanks. Yeah. Being a songwriter and recording artist and the book being about my own journey, not just as a musician, but what I discovered through uh, the melanoma and transforming my life, I thought it would be a kind of a cool way to, um, combine the two in, into one kind of fun statement
1: No, that's wonderful and tell me a bit more about your book i just caught the tail end of it something about people who have lost their role or the soul in the role can you tell me a little bit more about the book
0: <laughs> well yeah we, we talked about role and soul earlier the book is called between the notes i know you're not on a video but that's that's what the cover of it and uh it really um talks about how to change your attitude from surviving to thriving and you explore okay. options that harmonize with your passions you I teach how to create a roadmap for your life that's practical fun and works and I also present 11 questions to ask yourself which helps you find clarity on your road and then uh, you know i also balancing tools that you can use for emotional mental physical and spiritual. So it's not a very long book. It's about 180 pages, Um, but uh, fortunately, uh, people really love it. It's getting great reviews and actually just rated number one in uh, ethnomusicology and skin cancer and new age in Amazon, believe it or not. So
1: Very impressive. No, a lot of people write books that are kind of too complicated, I think, or, or hard to implement. And so if you came up with something that makes it easier and guides people and is practical, that's huge. It should be number one.
0: Oh, well, thanks. You know, I mean, even though it's about my journey, what I'm hearing and one of the reasons I wrote it is that everybody's has a journey that they're on. We're all searching for happiness. We're all searching for a better way to live, uh, how to be kinder to ourselves. And uh, so my journey, although it's unique to me, is uh, not... That different from anybody else's journey. I've just been through a, a rough one, uh, and I only teach my clients and my students from my own experience. So I don't implement things that I haven't firsthand, you know, experienced. So the advice I give in the book, and, and of course the advice that I teach and, and give to my coaching clients, are the things that have worked for me. I leave out all the stuff I tried that didn't work, and say this is what I do daily which helps me stay on an even keel, which keeps me relatively happy, because you know you're not happy all the time, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Uh, happiness comes and goes, so you have to be realistic about it. Uh, I like being uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being really, really happy. I like covering around the 7-8 mark. you know. Um, but I enjoy my life, I've created a life, I show others how to create a life by their own design of who they are and what they want. And, and how to create that kind of a life so you can enjoy each day that you live. You don't get up and say, Oh my God, it's Monday. I've got to go to work. You know, there's no more of that.
1: No, that's excellent. And right. There's always a universal journey in a way. And to me, it's people who are wise who have learned have suffered and it might be melanoma. It might be some other thing might be death of someone, but to me, you don't really start to examine and live and understand until you've been through that kind of a journey. So Uh, You must be very good, too, at making that more universal, talking about what you've been through, that people are responding to. And that's the goal of writing a good book that actually has impact and helps people.
0: Yeah, You know what's interesting is that everything I learned by hitting bottom, I knew before, but I never paid attention to it because I didn't have to.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: This, when you get a death sentence like I had, it wakes you up and you say, well, you stop asking why didn't I do this? Why did you stop the blame game? Because you you really fall in love with yourself. You you find um, passion and empathy for yourself because you realize you're not just this body. Your body may have an illness going on, but you're much more than the body. So I I used to be very hard on myself, and it was like, no, Kevin, let's we'll, we'll get through this together we'll figure out a way, we'll change your life together, you know, you and me (laughs) in one. And uh, I became much more of a compassionate person to others, but I knew all the stuff. So what I try and do in, and the reason I I talk a lot on podcasts and things like that is to tell people, if you're feeling like you need to change, don't wait till you hit a wall. Do it now because- And I
1: love the idea of compassion for yourself, <clears throat> So I have tons of compassion for everybody I meet, almost way too much. But yeah, it doesn't seem to rebound back to yourself without really working hard at that. So I'm looking forward to reading your book.
0: Oh, thanks. Yeah. I had, a you know, Valentine's Day was uh, the other night, I think. <laughs> I've lost track of days. Last night. <laughs> the, yeah, it was last night. And they said, you know, do you have a, a friend said, do you have a date? I said, oh, man, I got a hot date lined up. I'm cooking uh, a great meal. I've got Candlelight. I've got Nina Simone. I said, really? Who did you meet? I said, me and my dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a love night. I'm I'm doing it for myself, you know? So
2: you, you you learn to have fun with life. That's wonderful. Yeah, I would also... So I know that you've been uh, a musician, a very accomplished musician over the years. Maybe, maybe share a fun story with us that uh, over the years, maybe an artist you've collaborated with or a show or a concert, or just something to, to really kind of, maybe a highlight for you in your music journey. Well,
0: I think one of the biggest things that ever happened to me is I grew up a huge fan of the folk group, Peter, Paul and Mary. Uh And uh, many listeners know who they are. Puff the Magic Dragon, lean on a jet plane. And through being in the music business, I got to become friendly with them. One day I went to one of their shows and I had my dulcimer with me because I was coming from a concert I had just given. And Mary asked me to sing a song that a friend of hers, Mike Renshaw, and I had written together during the Peter, Paul, and Mary concert, which is highly unlikely. Wow. Wow. I sat on the stage with Mary at my feet, you know, who I just adored, you know, Puff's mother. And I sang this song called No Forwarding Address. And I have a recording of the performance, but what was more important is that a friend took a picture of me on stage during the Peter, Paul, and Mary concert with Mary at my feet. And I put that picture on a coffee mug. I think I was in my early 30s at that point. And I said to myself, If this can happen, anything can happen. And uh, several years later, it did. I got on PBS TV. I had a major record deal, all all that stuff. But that was one of the the fun highlights that that I remember. Besides, uh, you know, getting to play uh, major concert halls with my dulcimer all over the place, from going from folk clubs at a couple hundred bucks a night to major concert halls, based on the success of uh, my singing the theme to the pbs show shining time station for kids
2: so that's awesome yeah that's amazing well and i know that um, um, there's a lot of us out there you know and i want to congratulate you on uh, the book you know between the notes for those that people out there that want to write a book or they have a book in them because everybody has a book in them right how how were you able to push through The mental limitations or the 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 busyness of life to actually get it done what would you say your secret was to getting your book published and getting it out there
0: i think the first step is you feel that you really need to get it out you need to write it um but i'll tell you out of all the things i've ever done writing the book was the hardest because writing is rewriting so once i wrote the book i got an editor and i had to do a lot of rewriting and then there's Um, more rewriting and then there's uh sending it to people and testing it seeing what do you like what don't you like and i i didn't self-publish i went with a a small publisher who who gave me the rights to it but it's it's expensive to do it correctly I'll, i'll tell you the reason i wrote the book was really to reach more people around the world with with what i've learned so it was a good investment but Compared to making an album, man, it is like 10 times harder, 10 times harder. Uh, so, uh, but I enjoyed writing it. And like with everything, there's many steps involved and the result has been good. You know, it's getting great reviews and, and people are really enjoying it.
1: That's very encouraging. I'm in the middle of writing a book and Justin's always saying I'm not going fast enough. or not getting it done. So he, your secrets help a lot too move a lot of people i think so many of us often leave the earth with our stories still untold and that that personally to me is one of my biggest motivators (laughs) when you found some things that really help and work for people to not share it as kind of a sin in my idea so i think thank you for getting yours done because that can have been easy especially with uh, private publishing
0: yeah it was a it was a journey and now i'm just it just came out two weeks ago so i'm now major throws of uh talking to people about it and so forth and so on, making YouTube videos. I have a good YouTube channel and I'm going to start posting different aspects of the book with the dulcimer involved as well. It's coming up soon.
1: What's your channel?
0: Just called Kevin Roth. Okay. I
1: can find that on
0: YouTube. Yeah. And my website, I try to keep everything simple. My website is KevinRoth.org. Okay. So you can learn about the dulcimer and the music. You can order the book from there. You can order records,
2: you know, whatever you want. You can order dulcimers if you want.
1: <laughs> Sounds wonderful.
2: Well, that's amazing. Well, a final message for our audience uh, that now that you're on this uh, nationwide book tour, international book tour, what's a, a final message for, for our, our listeners? You have the right to be happy
0: and to be healthy
2: and that
0: should be the number one priority and if i can help you on that journey you know write me and set up a consult and we'll talk about how to do it and if i'm not the right fit i know lots of places to send you but um COVID taught us one thing that things can change on a dime and in a heartbeat so don't wait uh, get your priorities straight. Hey, there you go. It's a new
2: lyric. No way. Get your priorities straight. <laughs> there you go. We're writing music here. We're writing music live. The new There you go. Yeah, just Don't like the just like the uh, the the documentary. Get back on Disney Plus. I'm sure. Very similar. Anyways, but at the end of every Miracle Plant podcast, we say heal the world because that is our mission to reach a billion people by 2025 about the power of this Miracle Plant and helping people take control of their health. So on the count of three, listening to the podcast and those of us on stage, let's say heal the world. And so people who are looking for a miracle or looking for a better life or a happiness or peace or whatever it is that you're looking for that you find it. So on the count of three, let's say heal the world. One, two, three. Heal. Heal. I love it. Well, thanks for love stringing me. by the Miracle Plant Podcast, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Be a blessing and happy healing.
0: Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to PodConnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows.